Welcome back to Conversations with Ipswich School, the podcast where we bring together the community to explore more about life inside the school from the point of view of pupils, staff and parents. In each episode, we'll be in conversation with members of the school community to delve deeper into life at Ipswich School. So let's get into this episode right now of Conversations with Ipswich School. Hello and welcome to Conversations with Ipswich School. This episode is one of our Consciousness Club specials and celebrates Pride Month. Consciousness Club is the group set up and run by sixth form students and it's all about inclusion and diversity and creating a safe space for our students to discuss issues about gender, identity and so much more. So today I'm handing over the interviewing to Connie who's been leading Consciousness Club for the last year. Connie is known by all at Ipswich School for her strong moral compass, her courage and conviction in supporting others. Connie will be speaking to Elliot, who's described as having an unassuming but powerful and positive confidence. And I've also been told that Elliot's belief in a non-judgmental community has had such a positive influence on our sixth form culture. They've both been described as kind and strong, and I'm delighted to be handing over the reins of the podcast to them both. Hello, I'm Connie, and I go by she, her. I'm Elliot, I use he, him. And today we are talking about Pride Month, but particularly about gender issues and today I'm interviewing Elliot, who is an open transgender person in our school yep. and is very happy to talk openly about things with us. And so that's what today will be about. And, and so this podcast is going to specifically be about gender issues, but celebrating Pride Month. So Elliot, as we've said, this is to celebrate Pride Month. And why would you say that? celebrating genders sexualities and identities is important specifically because I often hear people say why do gay people get a whole month to celebrate them themselves what would you respond to that I think it's not just to celebrate the huge culture that LGBTQ folks have like performance and art it's also to honour our history, especially with the fact that we have a missing generation due to the AIDS crisis. Also to honour our predecessors, like the black and Latina trans women who started the Stonewall riots and that huge push for gay rights. I think Pride is super important to honour that and bring awareness to it. And also as an opportunity for gay people to educate others especially on the lesser-known elements of it, beyond this is a gay person, this is a bisexual person, there are also trans people, because even within those topics, there's a lot of misinformation and misunderstanding, and that's probably where a lot of the hate comes from, people just not understanding, and so Pride is an opportunity for people to learn and also just kind of celebrate our culture and history and let people express themselves, especially in all the pride marches and festivals. And it's genuinely such a fun experience, as, especially as a young gay person, being able to surround yourself with other people like you, celebrating the one thing you have in common. And it's a very special opportunity. And I think it's very important to be able to spread that. Um, would you mind telling us or you know, how your experience has been at school going through your, would you call it a transition? Yeah. In some ways? I mean, I initially started coming to terms with my sexuality in about year nine. 
I was lucky enough to have friends who are already on that journey before I met them. So I kind of got a little bit of a jump start with that. But I think I've always been quite an expressive person and I've never been the kind of person to hide elements of my identity. So I was very quick to be quite open about my sexuality. My gender identity, on the other hand, that was a bit harder because I didn't know anyone who was going through the same struggle. I didn't have any information on it. And I think that was a lot harder because I genuinely thought there was something wrong with me because I didn't know trans people actually existed. What was that feeling like? It took a long time for me to accept that. And I didn't come out until the beginning of year 12 on the first day when we were all given these name stickers and it had my birth name on it. And I thought, well, I haven't really told anyone um, beyond my small circle of friends. And we'd just come out of that first lockdown. And I was like, well, what the hell? And I crossed out my old name, put my new name, Elliot. And I just introduced myself as Elliot to everyone. And I just didn't, I gave no prior warning. It was a really impulsive decision, but I feel like if I hadn't done it in that manner, I wouldn't have done it at all. And I would have been absolutely miserable throughout sixth form. And that was a very scary moment because I wasn't sure how people were going to react. How did they react? It was quite surprising because most people just were like, oh, okay. And they just used my name and they used my pronouns. It took about a week or two for the news to spread um, throughout the year and stuff. And people start using my name and start using my pronouns. And even my teachers, it only took them a couple of weeks to kind of register that I had a new name, I had a new set of pronouns, I was presenting myself differently because I was wearing a men's suit. I was, you know, I'd cut my hair. I had so much more confidence. And I think that was the moment I really felt, oh, I can actually be myself. I think my confidence just grew and grew from then because that first kind of year of me being out, I was... I felt kind of pressured to conform to this idea of what a trans guy is, i.e. be kind of like hyper-masculine. And then I realised, that's not really me. I don't feel like I could conform to that. So then about halfway through year 12 and all throughout year 13, I started kind of diverting away from that like stereotype of macho man and just trying to be more myself. So I started like playing with makeup again just to use the colours because I love colour and expresses myself and I felt like I had a lot more freedom and I was a lot happier and and I was a lot more confident being able to express myself as a colourful and somewhat socially awkward person and just yeah being myself and being out was probably one of the best decisions I ever made. And how would you say that the school either has helped you in that way or if whatever could be done better (laughs) in this school. (laughs) Good question. I feel like a lot of people don't understand the terminology. And I feel like if we were given education on, you know, the, the entire topic of being trans, a lot of the ignorance and the hate that stems from the ignorance would be cut out. And I've, and it's the ignorance that really hurts when someone like just comes up to you and asks, Oh, are you planning on getting bottom surgery? Like you don't, It's an incredibly invasive question and you don't go up to anyone else and say, oh, I heard heard you had heart issues. Are you going to have heart surgery? Tell me your entire medical history and intentions that you don't do that. Yeah. 
It's like, it's, you don't go up to anyone else and ask, because it literally is about your your anatomy. Yeah, like, like it's, it's a very strange Yeah, it's invasive, and also, I feel like you don't need that extra reminder that you don't have the body that you identify as. And I know that some trans folks get really uncomfortable if they're if that birth anatomy is referred to and I know I did because I had a lot of trouble with it I definitely learned how to deal with that dysphoria a bit better but it was definitely quite tough and then having people bring it up constantly what advice would you give to first just in your younger self when you were going through when it first started and how you went through that or just other people at school how would you advise them it's painful it's gonna be painful but there are people like you and I feel like if I had heard someone come to me and say hey it's okay there are people like you and you're able to fix this problem you don't have to get rid of being trans because frankly it should be normalized but you can have the body you want you can express yourself the way you want and it's perfectly okay to step outside of society's very binary view of things it's okay to be colorful and not quite stick within those like gender expectations and I feel like if younger students or anyone really regardless of age had been given that advice when they were younger I feel like it'd be easier to exist as a trans person in this world do you think it will always be that difficult I think the realization of it will still be pretty traumatic not as traumatic as it is currently but still traumatic hopefully if there's education on being trans and it being normalized like oh yeah my next door neighbor you know he's trans like hopefully there'll be a point where that just kind of fades into like one like another thing that defines someone's like that person's black um that person's christian kind of thing it'll just be like one of those definers of someone that isn't particularly important as such it doesn't it's not a death sentence because it feels like that and for the majority of the community it is especially with incredibly high suicide rates a life expectation of 30 like my 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 life's my life expect my lifespan expectation is 30 years old because i'm trans and that's because of ignorance and hate and it's because of not knowing what to do and it's because of not being accepted and it's because of people staring at you in the street or being chased down the street or being yelled at or being thrown out of your house by your parents or being given disapproving looks because you cut your hair or you changed your clothes. It's a painful experience and I really hope that one day trans people won't have to go through that. So in terms of Pride Month this year, how do you think that we should be celebrating to keep the balance between informing people, educating, but also celebrating culture and LGBTQ people in general? How would you say is the right balance? I mean, the existence of being LGBTQ, like ultimately there's like a lot of darkness and trauma with it. But I feel like if being LGBTQ, just wallowing in that doesn't do any good for anyone. I feel like to celebrate pride, it should be about celebrating the people around you and celebrating yourself, especially if you just started your journey or, you know, you've come to that full realization or you're just starting to question. I feel like not gatekeeping pride, not not staring at people who have turned up for the first time and looking very uncomfortable and very unsure because they might just 
started or they're supporting the friend. I feel like pride should be open to everyone as long as they're willing to celebrate and have fun. And I feel like letting information be kind of free for all, letting people, you know, be able to look for things and understand and learn, but also letting people take part in all the culture we have, like drag performance, the festivals, the colour, the fashion, the music. There's so much that we can attribute to LGBTQ people that most people don't really recognise. There's so many singers, so many artists, so many fashion houses. Like There's so much and they bring so much colour into the world. I think Pride should really be about celebrating the successes and using those successes to push for change. It's an opportunity to express yourself in ways you wouldn't usually get. Like you wouldn't express yourself in the same way at at work as you would at home. And being surrounded by people who are like you or different from you, but still walk under the same flag and seeing all the colors, the music and the dancing and the smiles and sometimes tears, but more often than not, they're happy. No matter how many times you you go to a pride march or a festival or, or see a flag or you know, see see a bumper sticker with a rainbow on it. Like when you're LGBTQ, just seeing that is is kind of magical. Just being able to know that, you know, there's there's another person like you. There's another person who'll be able to relate to that. Even if you never actually talk to them or ever interact with them, just knowing that there's someone else like that and there's a whole community of people like that that you can talk to, that you can interact with, that you can meet and make friends with, like I feel like that's why pride is important because it reminds everyone that we're a community and we're a community that can't ever be cut out of wider society because we are one of the main foundations there. We are responsible for so much. And I think honouring that and honouring the people who came before us is so important. So thank you very much, Connie and Elliot. That was really fascinating and interesting and heart-wrenching. Yeah, um, it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> very honest and I'm just very proud that you've been able to share that with us. Thank you. So thank you, Connie, and thank you, Elliot. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, it was, it was fun doing this, I think. I enjoyed it a lot more than I would, even though it was quite... Even though I started to cry a little bit, but... <laughs> You know, it's, I feel like it's an important message and being able to talk about that is, oh, we did it. That's it for this episode of Conversations with Ipswich School. And thank you for listening. To find out more, check out the school website, ipswich.school. Now, the next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.